The Dallas Stars close out their three-game road trip tonight in Sunrise, Florida. They have a date with the Florida Panthers. And on today's episode, we will preview this game in its entirety. We'll talk about the Florida Panthers and how different their roster looks and what to expect from them in this matchup. We'll talk about the lines for each team and which team has the better depth on their roster. And also talk about the keys to the game and one particular Stars player who's looking to have a big performance in his homecoming. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Thursday, November 17th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. You can also find and follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Let's jump into today's episode, another game day preview episode. The Stars looking to close out this three-game road trip with a bang. Uh, They win in Philadelphia on Sunday. They get a point on Tuesday night in Tampa Bay. Now they're looking to get two more points uh, in Sunrise, Florida against last year's President's Trophy winners, the Florida Panthers. And this is a team, the Panthers, that are kind of out for blood this season. After an embarrassing playoff exit last year at the hands of their rivals, the Tampa Bay Lightning, a series that the Lightning just absolutely dominated from the get-go. And, you know, this Panthers team, I think, is going to go back to the playoffs this year, although they are maybe reeling just a little bit similar to Tampa Bay. Their record and their points maybe not indicative of how good they truly are, and seems like they're still kind of finding their footing uh, here in, you know, just past the first month of the season. Uh, the Panthers come into this game with a 9-6-1 record. That's 19 points, places them at third and the Atlantic Division. And this team returns a plethora of talent that they had last season, mixed in with a few new faces, and one new face in particular worth taking note of. After one of the biggest trades of the summer across the entire league, the Panthers sent Jonathan Huberdeau and defenseman Mackenzie Wieger to the Calgary Flames in exchange for forward Matthew Kachuk. Kachuk, only 24 years old, one of the best young players in this league, had 42 goals last season, 62 assist 104 points in total in 82 games played in the regular season and then he of course chipped in 10 points in 12 playoff games for the flames last year as well Uh, and then you look at huberto i mean he was a huge piece uh, for this florida panthers team last season really kind of took the league by storm with his performance was one of the best forwards one of the best playmaking forwards in the National Hockey League last season. He's 29 years old, and last year he had 30 goals, 85 assists, 115 points in 80 games played. And then Mackenzie Wieger, one of the more underrated defensemen in this league, 28 years old, eight goals, 36 assists, 44 points in 80 games played last year. I mean, this was a monumental trade for both teams. The Calgary Flames certainly look a lot different. Uh, We'll, of course, talk about them later on in the future whenever the Stars match up against them. But this Panthers team also now looking incredibly different. Huberto, uh, 
been a good player, but really kind of jumped into the superstar category last season with the Panthers, and now he's with the new team. And Kachuk uh, has been pretty well known since he's entered the league. He is, of course, related to Senators Captain Brady Kachuk, those guys' brothers, and both of those guys playing very well despite their young age. Kachuk, again, only 24 years old and uh, has jumped in and, and found a spot and a role with this Panthers team, and that is to be one of, if not the best skater on the ice for this squad. He's one of the best forwards in the league who can score and pass with just about anyone in this league. He can do do so with ease, and he's also got the luxury of being a pretty big and heavy forward, 6'2", 201 pounds, according to NHL.com, so he can lay a few big hits. He's not afraid to get down and dirty on the boards, and of course, we know that he's a very confrontational type player, so things are bound to get interesting, especially playing the Stars, who Matthew Kachuk helped eliminate last season in the Stanley Cup playoffs in round one, so I expect some scuffles and a few big hits, Uh, and I mean, you expect that in all hockey games, but especially with a little bit of bad blood between the Dallas Stars and Matthew Kachuk in this matchup. And like I said, he's been the Panthers' leading scorer this season with points. He has 20, he has five goals, and 15 assists, doing his best to try to facilitate and be the playmaker that Jonathan Huberdeau was for this team last season. And it's not just Matthew Kachuk, this Panthers team has plenty of other great players to keep an eye on, guys that were on this team last season. They've got Connor Carter Verhage, 10 goals, 6 assists on the year. Brandon Montour, defenseman, 4 goals, 12 assists, looking very good so far through the early goings of the year. And then, of course, Alexander Barkov, uh, 14 points for him, 4 goals, 10 assists. Uh, just to name a few, a lot of the same guys returning on this team, Anton Lindell, Sam Reimhart, you name it. I mean, this team stayed pretty much intact outside of the departure uh, of two pretty big names in Huberto and Uyghur, but then they add, of course, the other big name in Kachuk. And the Panthers last season, they're a peculiar team because they were the conductors of one of the deadliest offenses in the NHL last season. They were first in the league in goals for 337, and they had the fifth best power play based on percentage last year at 24.4%. But this year, things look a little bit different, at least through uh, October and November. They are 13th in the NHL in goals for at 52, so above average, but you know, not top 10, not really doing anything too insane offensively, at least consistently to be named amongst the best offenses in the league. And then the power play, uh, very out of character for them based on last year, 27th in the National Hockey League in power play percentage at 16 0.1%. So it seems like this Panthers team, they're third in the Atlantic Division. The Atlantic seems to be a pretty competitive league this year. And the Panthers team is still good. I think, again, that they will make the playoffs in some capacity, whether that's a top three spot in the division or that's a wild card spot yet to be determined. But it seems like at this point in time, they're still kind of searching and attempting to find their identity on offense. Because I think the pieces are there. It's just a matter of you know, putting everything together and putting everyone where they need to be in order to put themselves and their teammates in ideal positions to score goals and score a ton of points. Because I don't think it's as easy as just saying, oh, Huberto's gone, so they're not as good because they added another very capable forward and Kachuk to this offense. And so I think that it'll just come with time and they're maybe still working out some of the kinks of finding offensive efficiency. But As of right now, this seems like an ideal matchup for the Stars because their offense has been firing on all cylinders to start the season. So maybe a little bit of a lopsided matchup here, or maybe this is a game where the Panthers look to get on track with the offense. But nonetheless, very peculiar team, this Florida Panthers squad this year. I think they're good, and I think they're similar to the Lightning, that you can't just take them at their record and say, oh, the Stars are going to win this game because this is still a competitive and hungry team. And, of course, it's never easy to win a game on the road. The Stars experienced at the last game. It's going to be a tough environment and certainly a tough matchup with some of the players on this roster.
Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will take a deep dive into some of the lines and talk about one of the keys to the game for the stars. More on that after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline.net as well. And they are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. If you want to bet on the NBA, NHL, uh, you can bet on the NFL as well. Thursday Night Football tonight, the Packers favored over the Titans at minus three with the over-under set at 41. If I were betting on this game, I would probably take the under in that one. Both of these offenses like to run. It's going to be cold up at Lambeau Field. That's just me. You can bet on any sport you want at betonline.net. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Moving on on this Thursday episode of Locked on Stars, thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. Let's continue to talk about tonight's matchup. And one big thing to note about this Florida Panthers roster, didn't mention it in the last segment, wanted to focus a little bit more on it here, is that defenseman Aaron Ekblad is back in the lineup after some extended time off due to a lower body injury uh, back that he got on October 17th against the Boston Bruins to put him on the LTIR, but he has been back now for a small handful of games, and uh, it's notable if you've been following the Panthers or know a whole lot about them, you know that he is one of, if not the best defenseman on the roster. Now that especially that Mackenzie Weger is gone, he's been expected to step into a bigger role, but of course with injury, hasn't been able to do that as much through the first month of the season, but now he's back. He's played five games, only two points, but he's a great player that you 100% need to keep an eye on. Uh, I think arguably a top 10 defenseman in this league, especially when healthy, it seems like he's maybe still getting a little bit reacclimated to the game. But again, especially with Mackenzie Weger gone, uh, and his role has been, you know, expanded. It's similar to Miro Haskinen with the departure of John Klingberg. More expectations, and it seems like more responsibilities have been placed on Aaron Ekblad. So he wears number five. Keep an eye out on him. He is likely going to be an impact player in this game. Uh, two of the best defensemen in the league, Haskinen and Ekblad, going at each other should make for a very entertaining matchup. But I think overall the key to this game is going to be the depth and which team can have more production from their depth players. And I think, you know, the Stars have personally, and of course I'm going to be always biased towards the Stars, but I think that they do have better depth on the team and they absolutely need their bottom six to step up in this game. Of course, we, we know what the expectations are for the top six, especially the top line. I think that they're going to get their fair share of looks and their fair share of opportunities to score goals but it's really going to come down to what the bottom six can do, especially that third line. I'm curious to see, one, what the third line looks like, uh, who's on there, and also how they play, because I think it's a certainty we're going to see for sure. Jamie Benn and Wyatt Johnston, they're both continuing to play well. Johnston getting plenty of good looks over the past several games, just not able to bury the puck in the back of the net. And we all know what Jamie Benn has been up to over the past two or three weeks, playing at an extremely high level. But the biggest question 
on this third line as of right now, recording this uh, on Thursday afternoon, or Wednesday afternoon rather, before the game, is Ty Delandria, who hopefully will play in this game. Last I heard, he was getting some x-rays done after taking a brutal puck to the body, a blocked shot from Steven Stamkos on Tuesday night. Uh, blocking a puck in the NHL is never easy, but especially from a guy like Stamkos, who's one of the hardest shooters, one of the heaviest shots in the National Hockey League. It's such a close range, too. If you go back and watch that play, uh, absolutely brutal. And he ap appeared to be Delandria uh, in a great deal of pain, yet he came back out, continued to play, and finished the game. And, and he's tougher than me, tougher than I will ever be and could ever hope to be. Uh, incredible stuff from Delandria, who's been a nice player for the Stars this season. Hopefully, he will get some play time and get some action in this game against the Panthers. And hopefully, he's all right and able to properly heal and properly get back to playing at the level that he's been playing at alongside uh, his line mates, Jamie Benn and Wyatt Johnston. Really good stuff uh, from those three guys, and we need a big performance from them. And we also need a big performance from the fourth line as well, who has been stepping up in the past several games. And we need to see them do what they do best as well. I mean, that's a line that can check heavy, they can win face-offs, they can win battles along the boards, and, and apparently they can also score goals and shorthanded goals at that. We've seen Luke Glendening and Roddick Foxa score shorthanded goals in back-to-back -back games on this road trip. And then, of course, we all know that Yoel Kiviranta is so far having the best season of his career uh, through you know mid-October up until now. So I think we can expect some big things from those guys as well. And if you mix in some good production and some good solid looks with good production from the top line and from Mason Marchment and Tyler Sagan, we'll talk about Marchment a little bit later on. I think that the expectation is the Stars can put themselves in a chance to win this game. Uh, the question is, can they stay out of the penalty box and can they help Jake Ottinger out and not give the Panthers offense as many high quality looks as the Lightning got on Tuesday night? I think, I mean, the Panthers certainly, certainly do have some good depth players. Uh, and I think the Stars, again, and again, it's going to sound biased, but that's just what it is. I think, especially with a guy like Ben on the third line, uh, Wyatt Johnston, who's been an impressive rookie, I mean, I think the Stars' depth is there as one of the better bottom sixes in the National Hockey League through the early stages of this season. And then you look at the special teams and especially the power play for this Panthers team, I find it very interesting that their power play, we talked about them being in the bottom portion of the league in power play percentage, it's been so inefficient. And it's shocking that it's been as ineffective as it has, because if you look at the names on that top unit especially, it is absolutely loaded. The top Panthers power play unit uh, that you know played the last game was Matthew Kachuk, Alexander Barkov, Sam Reinhart, uh, Brandon Montour, and Aaron Ekblad. And maybe part of it is because Ekblad hasn't been around much this season, and he's you know getting reacclimated and getting adjusted to playing in games again. But even with those other four, I mean, you throw someone else into that mix and that top unit, you feel like that that could be a fairly productive group of players. And I just think it's very peculiar that they haven't had as much success, especially with the guy like Kachuk mixed with Reinhardt and Barkov, both of those fantastic forwards. And then Montour has kind of come into his own this season as well. Been a pretty under the radar guy, really kind of only known by Florida Panthers fans as of late, although he's been around on a few teams this season or in his career. But this season uh, has really formed into a nice player for this Panthers team and stepped up in a lot of big ways while Ekblad was gone. So I'm curious to see, one, how many chances they get on the power play and Two, when they get those chances, how effective and what the you know the, the shots or the lack thereof look like. I just think it's very odd that a team like the Panthers that have as explosive of an offensive roster as they do have been so ineffective on the power play. But the Stars are going, you know, if they're going to mess around and get themselves in penalty trouble again, you got to hope that the penalty kill continues to bring their A game and shut down the Panthers' power play. It seems like a pretty favorable matchup because the Stars might not be as kind if they get those chances on the man advantage because their power play is seeming to be firing on all cylinders right now. 
We're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we will talk about the stars and one player in particular, Mason Marchment, who's looking to have a big game. All right, let's close out this Thursday episode of Locked on Stars. Another game day preview, and this should be another electric, high-energy, physical game between the Stars and Panthers, especially with guys like Jamie Benn and Matthew Kachuk featured in this matchup. And again, maybe a little bit of bad blood between the Stars roster and Matthew Kachuk after last year's Stanley Cup playoffs should be an interesting and very entertaining game happening in Florida to close out this road trip. And this is also a homecoming for Dallas Stars forward Mason Marchment. The Stars acquired him in free agency. Marchment, of course, spending the you know last few seasons in Florida with the Panthers and really kind of had his breakout season last year with this team. And Marchment uh, took a little bit of a hiatus from the scoring sheet with goals. He was off to a hot start, scored the first goal of the season for the team, you know, was just scorching hot to start the season, uh, but got back on track on Tuesday night in Tampa Bay with the power play goal. And so you better believe that he's going to be going all out tonight. And I'm hoping that we get his best performance of the season. And you just have to imagine that Mason Marchment wants to come into that building in Florida and show his former teammates, his former coaches, his former fans that he is doing just fine in his new city. Uh, and, you know, the Panthers may be regretting a little bit, not trying to find a way to bring him back. Although that might not have been the easiest thing for them to do, especially looking to make moves to get guys like Matthew Kachuk on the roster. But keep an eye out on Mason Marchment. This should be a very fun game to watch him play in. Uh, he always has a high motor, always is looking to get in the opponent's heads and play well. Uh, and I think that this game will be no different. And if anything, uh, all of this will be magnified by you know, times 10 or something like that. It should be very fun to watch him compete. And then you have Jake Ottinger, who, you know, assuming he starts, I think he will. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're going to look to get Scott Wedgwood back in the game, but I think you want to continue to get Jake Ottinger reacclimated and get him back in the swing of things after missing some time uh, the past week or so. He has a chance to dial things back in after a chaotic outing in Tampa. Again, I talked about this on yesterday's episode, but I think that he played well and still came up big for the Stars in some crucial moments in that game. And, you know, I think he deserves to get the start here in Sunrise and, you know, send the Stars home, hopefully with two points, because uh, I think maybe this offense with Florida, you know, it's a good offense, but I think that there's a little less potential there. And Jake could potentially have a nice bounce back night against this team. And we talked to you know, last segment about the special teams and the power play. The Panthers, similar to the Lightning, are in the top part of the NHL with the Dallas Stars uh, in the NHL in penalty minutes, 172 for the Panthers so far this season. That puts them at 12th in the league, and they had 12 penalty minutes in their last game. They played on Tuesday night as well, a 5-2 win over the Washington Capitals, but the Capitals went over 5 on the power play, which isn't too shocking as the Caps power play is one of the worst in the league, only 24th best. Uh, on power play percentage. And like I said earlier, I don't think the Dallas Stars will be as kind or as generous if they get those power play opportunities. The Panthers penalty kill uh, is a little bit below average, 19th in the league at 77.4%. So the Stars will be looking to do some damage if they can get the Panthers and penalty trouble, which seems highly likely given the amount of penalty minutes that they have racked up this season. The Stars still coming in at 14th. So the Stars need to find a way to get on the power play. They only got two chances against the Lightning on Tuesday night, and had they got a few more, and they honestly should have gotten a few more after some missed calls from the officials in that game. If the Stars get more opportunities, I think that they can build themselves a nice multiple goal lead and, and 
whenever they've had those multiple goal leads, they've done a pretty good job at maintaining those. And that, of course, gives them a fantastic opportunity to win this game and steal two points on the road against this Florida Panthers team. So be on the lookout for penalties. The Stars, of course, need to be disciplined on their side of things and not give the Panthers looks. Don't load the power play. Even though they're one of the worst in the league, you don't want to be the team that is responsible for getting them back on track and allowing them to catch fire. But on the other hand, you also want to keep things rolling with your power play that is currently ranked second in the National Hockey League. And if the Stars get two points here, which they absolutely need to get two points here, they will feel great as a team and as a coaching staff, you know, because then they wrap up this road trip and then they come home for four straight games at the American Airlines Center. They desperately need a long homestand. This team has been on the road a lot to start this season. Uh, and, and so you really just want to see them get one more win to close out this road trip. And then they'll have the next several games at home in the friendly confines of the American Airlines Center where they've played very well so far this season. And it's a great opportunity to try and establish some breathing room in the Central Division over the next week or so. They have this game against Florida tonight. And then on Saturday, they return home for a date with the Islanders, who are pretty good and sitting near the top of the Metro Division, just under uh, the New Jersey Devils, also off to a good start. You have that game against the Islanders on Saturday, and then after that, you have five straight games against Central Division opponents. So a great opportunity to establish yourself as the best team in the division and build a little bit of breathing room and some distance between some of the other teams. Two of those games against the Colorado Avalanche, one at home, one away. You, of course, have another meeting with the Winnipeg Jets, who are currently sitting at second in the division, and you have the Blues and the Blackhawks in there as well. So tons of great games coming up for the Stars and tons of great opportunities for them to continue to prove themselves as one of the best teams in the Western Conference. I certainly do believe they are that. It, I want to say best teams in the league, but there's so many good teams out East that look better than the Stars, at least based on points and their record. But as time goes on, I think if the Stars continue to maintain what they've done for the majority of this season, that they will continue to be the, near the top of their division and near the top of the Western Conference. And this game, I think, will be another high-scoring affair, competitive outing. I think the Stars win 6-3, to three, and I'm going to go ahead and predict that Mason Marchment scores first. I expect him to have a multi-point game in his return to Florida, facing his old team for the first time. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube and the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. You can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And be sure to tune in tomorrow, the last episode of the week, as we will be recapping and reacting to whatever goes down in this game against the Panthers. Hopefully we'll be talking about a Dallas Stars win and we'll be riding some momentum into the upcoming four game homestand. But I hope you guys have a great Thursday. Enjoy the game and we'll see you back here tomorrow.